3: Man. Welcome to you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're gonna to go straight to the Lord in prayer. It is Friday. I hope you have a great and fantastic weekend planned. We're gonna have a really, really busy one. I don't think we'll get time to breathe, but uh, that's okay too, because it's gonna be with friends and family. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious heavenly father, we bow before you. As a body believers cross this nation. Your children, we come to you, Father, with grateful and thankful hearts. We praise you for the awesome I Am that you are. Thank you. Thank you, Father, for providing a way, the good news, to be with you for eternity through Jesus Christ. Father, we ask that you will watch over this nation I know that you do, and we are so engrossed in sin right now and crime and grief and evil things. Father, help your children to be bold and courageous, to stand and not be silent, and to do what is right, that we will all do what is right, which is your will. May we live in your righteousness, Father. We ask you f- to forgive us of our sins. Forgive this nation. And may this nation become a people on their knees. It's scary to think of that, Father, for what might bring us to that. But whatever brings us to you is what we need. <laughs> but Father, I pray that right now in these troubling times, your children can move us in the right direction and save the next generation from great turbulence. It is in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Queen Elizabeth II has passed, as you all know, and she was 96 years old. She apparently was a very good queen, Good to her people. Of course, I think royalty there only isn't, doesn't have quite the power that they used to have. But she reigned for 70 years. Since she was age 25. In America, you can't be president until you're 35. The Reverend Billy Graham had met with her many times and made a promise to her that he'd pray for her every day. And he, was, he admired the Queen's faith in Jesus Christ. She was a Christian leading her nation, while I do respect the British way of governing. it's their way. It is not our way. It is not the American dream or the American way of life. I know all little girls, including me, want to grow up and be princesses, but America doesn't is not does not believe in monarchies, nor do we believe in royalty, a hierarchy, a higher class of people. We believe in hard work and equality, that if you have the right motivation and hard-working ethic, you can be successful. You can have your dreams come true. We believe in private property and so much more. Still, it is sad to lose a beloved leader such as Queen Elizabeth II. I, too, shall miss her. She had a way with those hats, didn't she? But, as they say, long live the king, King Charles. Will he lead as his mother did? Or will he jump on the climate hoax change train, global world government ship, like so many other leaders in the world have done, including America's installed president and America's Congress? But we do mourn. And our hearts grieve with them in Britain and around the world who say goodbye to a queen that that's all I have ever known, Queen Elizabeth II. We say goodbye and long live the king. Now, if only they, speaking of our own America, Parliament, <laughs> Congress, elected officials. If only they would do the right thing. If only they would do the right thing. Or if only they would stop doing the wrong things. Have you made your list of grievances yet? Remember when we talked about that a few oh, few weeks back? It is most imperative that you and me stand vigilant and demand our leaders we can't control britain in fact we actually broke away from them back in 1776 did you see? they were playing little clips of her did you hear where she made that little she made a little funny about that but we can and should rein in our own elected officials but not in our silence we can't do it if we remain silent so let's move on here I have some things that I wanted to visit with you about, and one article I was just going to barely share it with you, but I think later in the show we're going to go into depth with it. But I have in my hand here an article about Joe Biden's Department of Interior. Now they've been busy, little bees. Not doing anything to make life better for you and me, but, you know, to change all the racist issues that we have in this country. Buttigieg is changing and moving and installing new highways and byways and things like that because what we had were racist. They were racist roads. But while our supply chain is broken, rest assured the Department of Interior is busy. Oh, not fixing that. They have changed 650 various monuments, geographical features, changing their name. 650. Like I said, the supply chain is broken. We can't get baby formula for our children. And if you still look on the shelves in the stores, they are not full. But they're more worried about the names of things that could be offensive. Now, you know it is the word, and I guess I'm not supposed to lay it say it out loud. They call it the "s word, but anything that had the name with the word "squaw" in there, so I did a little bit of research, and I did it rather quickly this morning and Yes, it can be offensive, but it was not always intended to be offensive, but yes, it can be, and I guess it is these days, but there are so many counties or rivers, or areas that had even the S word in the title, and they changed them. They changed them all. Now, I only have a couple of examples, but now the new name for Squaw Spring, which is in Arizona, Graham County, is now Santa Teresa Spring. Now, think about this. We're a broke nation, so all the signs that have to be changed, just that alone is costly. 650 they're just getting started. There's one in Ariz. There's several in Arizona. In fact, all of them I have here are in Arizona because I didn't want to print all 650 of them that I had because that was like 41 pages of paper. And we're still trying to conserve paper around here, even though it doesn't look like it. If you look at my corner, it's amazing to me. That this is what they concentrate on. Now, if we were just, you know, coasting along, all rich and prosperous, I could see where we'd go back and make these changes. But that's not the place we're in. And that's not really the thing that should be number one priority. And couldn't those, I guess they can't do it in those counties or in those states because it's federal land. Maybe that's the problem. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. We have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We have Daniel Turner on the line. Daniel, how are you doing, my friend?
1: Oh, it is great to be on your show, Beth Ann. I'm doing well, and happy Friday to you.
3: Yes, happy Friday to you. I, I'm just, I'm going to have a busy one, but it's going to be good. I got uh, gatherings with friends and family and such going on, so going to cook all night tonight to get ready for it.
1: <laughs> well, make sure you all wear your masks and socially distance. You know, maybe you could spray some circles in the yard, and everyone stand in their circle just to be. I have safe. a
3: couple of hula hoops. <laughs> just use the hula hoops. <laughs> yep, that won't be happening with me. I'm not wearing a mask, but
1: <laughs> never again, no. never again, never.
3: I'm glad no. you're feeling better. Glad you got over that stuff you had.
1: So. Thank you, ma'am. You know, and and I and I bring up the COVID stuff. Um, mm. To tie it to what we're seeing with the energy stuff, because I'm sure you and your wonderful listeners have been seeing what's happening in California. And it is sad. It's devastating. Oh, yeah. and, it is sad and, for the people. Yeah, and Lord knows I like to make fun of California and liberals, but, but real people are suffering. And if your mom is on dialysis or you have a kid in the NICU – And they're talking about blackouts. You're nervous. Uh, um, And so I can't make fun of it too much because real people are suffering. But the reason why I mentioned the COVID lockdowns is here's Governor Newsom telling people, got to keep your thermostat at 78 degrees, can't charge your electric vehicles, don't use the appliances, unplug unnecessary electric outlets and appliances and lights, etc. Well, when he issued a bunch of COVID requirements because of, of a great public health threat, emergency, etc. What did he do? He promptly went out to dinner. And Nancy yes, Pelosi is the Speaker of the House. She, she knew the lockdowns. Done. Yeah. And, and she went and got her hair done. So do you think right now Paul Pelosi is charging his electric Porsche? Do you think Nancy Pelosi is really sitting in a house that's 85 degrees with a fan? Or do you think she could say, <laughs> well, I need all these lights. I need the AC. Because she does because her Nancy plastic will melt. Exactly, it
3: <laughs> took you a while there, didn't it?
1: <laughs> and 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 people people pointed out yesterday that Gavin Newsom gave a press remark from his office, and he was wearing a turtleneck and a fleece. Yes, and people said, "Well, that is odd. If it's eighty degrees in your building, why are you dressed so warm?" And and and. Uh, then he went outside and he made a joke about how, oh, my gosh, 80 degrees is so cool that I went inside and I was cold. <laughs> no, you know, no you weren't. You were wearing a turtleneck <laughs> and a fleece because your office is probably set at 65 degrees. So probably. they're all a bunch of liars and hypocrites. And that's why the COVID stuff proved it. And if you were angry that they were getting their hair done and they were going to restaurants and defying COVID lockdowns, just wait and see how angry you are. When you're being told to be plunged into darkness and they have lights on and they have power and electricity, because that's where we're headed.
3: It's uh, really sad. And, you know, I had an article from WorldNet Daily earlier this week. And the green agenda is now they want to eliminate the natural gas in your homes. So, you know, it hasn't been that long ago they were telling us we couldn't burn wood. And now they don't want you to burn gas. I just put in a gas stove. Uh, a few years ago went from electric to gas it's more efficient and it does a better job of cooking and um so i just it's just the range just the top uh so they don't want me to use that to cook (laughs) they're wanting everyone to quit this this happens to be uh you know it's um they're going to come after your uh your propane next you know
1: Absolutely. And and there are there's evidence and video footage of and boy, Beth Ann if we had if we had more of you, if we had you running ABC News, we would get the truth out to people. But there are video footages of, of people in Germany uh, and the police trying to stop them from chopping down trees and going into the forest and cutting down trees, because that is the panic of the people who are headed towards winter in a country that is alpine and gets very, very cold, that is mm-hmm. the panic they are faced with, as they know they have a shortage of natural gas, they have no more coal because they shut down the coal plants, they've shut down the nuclear plants. Uh, you know, that's where, where, and Germany is not Mogadishu, and no offense to the Somalis, right, but Germany is not some third world country. This is Germany, and German citizens are in panic mode because they know what their government has done to them. And that's the angering thing the most. This is it not is. a disaster that was caused by Mother Nature, that in the aftermath people do stupid things or they're afraid. or th- This this is their their government. Their government it's has man-made. plunged them into poverty.
3: It's man-made, and Newsom is doing it in California, and some of these others are trying to do it. Now, I have an article here uh, that Rudy handed me this morning that the new uh, Prime Minister, Liz Trues, she's planning on – Lifting the ban on fracking over there.
1: It's amazing.
3: It's, I thought it was, too, because real, I heard that I wasn't yeah, it, sure what she it's, was going to be. And we, leadership. Think, we think King Charles is maybe going to butt heads with her because he's kind of in that climate change, global governance uh, uh, realm. And I don't think he'll be anything like his mother.
1: He is, and it is my sincere hope that, that the king... Now that he is the king will realize, as uh, the Prince of Wales, he was allowed to have opinions on such things, but as the king, he needs to dutifully shut up, and it is my sincere <laughs> hope he does that i don 't know if he will because the greens don 't ever tend to shut up um, but 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 that is my hope because he does embrace that that radical green agenda and and you know what, Beth ann, why wouldn't he? Because he has fleets of servants and cars and jets and estates, and he, he brags about how his home is purely organic. He doesn't use any fossil fuels whatsoever. Oh, really? And you know what? I would have a purely organic farm, too, if I had hordes of teams of people picking weeds. But I don't have that labor ability, so I have <laughs> to spray.
3: <laughs> well, I don't, hon- I don't believe he's not using any fossil fuel. I just don't buy that one. No. And I'm sure the castles do. They have to. Yes. So I don't buy that store. Even if he's got something in that he thinks is fossil (laughs) fuelless. you can't get it there without fossil fuel. You have to have fossil fuel. So here a few years ago, going back to this, they don't want you to use the natural gas. Go back even a little bit farther. They didn't want you to burn wood. They didn't want you burning the charcoal in the backyard and the barbecue either. Yeah. So what is it they really want us to do? Daniel,
1: <laughs> live in the Stone Age. Absolutely. Yeah. They, they, well, they burn wood control. We've said this a million times, just like <laughs> COVID. It is not about health. It is not about uh, the pandemic. It is about control. And Absolutely. If you have an authoritarian inkling. And the left, does, most government leaders do, even the right sometimes does. But if you have an, a, a tendency to be an authoritarian, when you get power, that is the first thing you do. Right, and, and we've joked about it with homeowners associations and even church councils. Sometimes, oh yes, it is. It is a <laughs> tendency of human nature to say, "I have power, good. How I, can I'm, I wield it now over other people?" And that's felt, why we yeah. have the Constitution to protect us from those folks.
3: Absolutely. You know, I felt the wrath on those church committees and stuff before. So because I <laughs> used to be employed by some. So I have felt that wrath before and they could be they could pretty be they could be pretty unchristian sometimes. They certainly Absolutely. Can.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why I'm glad you mentioned what what, what the the Prime Minister Trust has done um, in reversing this fracking ban, because this is leadership. This is looking at <laughs> the direction her country's gone and saying this has failed, we're going back. And boy, that is a great step of bravery, of political courage. I know the Greens are going to attack her, but I just wish we had an administration that could take her leadership example and say, you know what, folks, this isn't working. we got to go back to what works because Biden's never going to do that.
3: Well, and I have another article here where they've got uh, – People that are watching, when well, they're calling them the China hawks of what's going on in this administration. Now, Joe Biden has announced that, um, you know, he's got, he's getting all of Obama's administration back in there. And this is Podesta. And, uh, of course, he's all about global warming and he's also all in bed with China. So we're a little concerned about what's going on there. You know, they're all about these, um, he thinks, uh, China's a great opportunity for, you know, it goes on and on, but Podesta is, Not a good man. (laughs) He's just not a good guy. So here he goes. You know, he's putting another one of Obama's administration in his administration.
1: Yeah, and if people don't remember who John Podesta is, just remember that when Hillary Clinton was too much of a coward to admit defeat on election night in 2016, she sent John Podesta out to do her dirty work. That is what he does. He does the dirty, sloppy, messy work, um, and he grovels before these political democrats because they pay him a lot of money to do it so this is a dangerous man who now has a lot of power and authority and lord i hope the next congress puts him in check
3: lord acton said those who have uh power have absolute power or absolute corruptness i can't i can't quote it directly right now but you know what i get and that's what we're saying these folks you know the title of my show today if we could only get them to just do the right thing And then I said, well, if we just get them to quit doing the wrong things, maybe that would be a start. Have a good weekend, Daniel. God bless you. Thank you for all that you do. You're listening to CSU Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Church, listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I have a couple of articles here that I really wanted to chat with you about. And, and it was really a struggle this morning because, you know, everything's about the Queen right now. And uh I I didn't want to concentrate on that. I have one king. That's King Jesus. And the scripture tells us not to bow before any other king, not to bow before any other God. And um so I know that uh our diplomats are Congress, our presidents have bowed and curtsied or whatever before the Queen. And uh and I probably would have too just out of but it would not have been the same. Because I only serve one God. But our government, which was once a Christian nation, is so far from that right now that it is it's scary. It's very, very scary. We have uh People like AOC. She's got her snoot in the air. Oh, calling all of us racist. <laughs> and L. White people are bad. But I noticed she's, she's dating a white boyfriend that's got red hair. So he's pretty doggone white if he's got red hair. But what really bothers me is their... Well, I don't even know if you can call it hypocrisy anymore because they're so out in the open with their, with their hypocrisy. I mean, it's, it's like in your face, man. You are not even in their, you're not even in their eyesight. They can't even see you. They are so busy with their lives and doing what they want to do. So I've got two articles. One is called American Serfdom. And in this he says, uh, Dan Gellertner, Gerlintner, Our work and our lives are being stolen by politicians who make it clear through their actions and increasingly through their words that they in no way consider themselves accountable to the voters. Queen Elizabeth wasn't accountable to anybody, was she? And neither will King Charles. That's the way of royalty. They don't, they don't have to answer to you because they're the king. They're the queen. I don't think Queen Elizabeth had that attitude. Well, if you followed her life, she got down there with the peasants, but she didn't stay there. William Barr. You know, When they first, I I had this little, little inkling, can he be trusted in the back of my mind whenever President Trump put him in as Attorney General? And you ask me why I felt that way? Because he'd been there before under President Bush. He'd been in this arena before for a long, long time. He'd been in politics. And I'm growing to where I don't trust anyone who's been in politics so very, very long. But now he's got all the answers. And he's defending the AG over the Trump Mar-a-Lago raid. Why would he do that? If... Attorney General Barr or Sessions before him had just done the right thing. Because now we know everything Congress and Pelosi and all of them were doing against Donald Trump was all a lie. Hillary framed Donald Trump. She got caught and nothing happened to her. Nobody's raiding her home. She's out there on The View, all cackling and carrying on about how she didn't have any classified information. And, and uh, I didn't, I didn't stomp on any, I didn't destroy anything. What difference does it make? It makes a whole lot of difference. She found that out when she lost the election. Even after cheating, she lost the election. Why did she lose the election? Well, because she thinks you're all a bunch of irredeemable deplorables. A whole basket full. Yeah, it's called the bread basket, Hillary. Without us, you wouldn't be eating and getting all fatter like you are every day. I shouldn't say anything. I gained a few pounds myself. But William Barr. At first, I thought... You know, he talks so slow and he has the jaws that hang down. And I thought he was America's droopy dog. Do you remember droopy dog? The deputy droopy dog. He, he moves so slow, but he always got his man. That was not Bill Barr. In fact, I knew for sure he wasn't with us when he didn't even bother to question the Epstein suicide. (laughs) Makes you wonder, doesn't it? So now we have Possum Man, Attorney General Garland, who's as corrupt as they come. That's the only thing that I can ever say that... (laughs) Mitch McConnell did good was keeping that guy out of the out of the Supreme Court. He's dirty, he's dirty, and he'll do the dirty deeds of other dirty people like Obama. Oh, I mean Biden. We're in trouble, America. I don't know if you know that, but we're in trouble in this article about serfdom. He's, it starts out, he's talking about AOC, and there's there's all this fact-checking going on. She claims she has zero net worth. Well, she doesn't have zero net worth. If you see her, she's either in the negative or she's got more money than they're claiming, and I didn't have time to go on Discover the Networks. If you go to discoverthenetworks.org, we'll probably find out what her net worth truly is. But if you've noticed, unlike President Truman... <laughs> if you've noticed, they all in Congress get richer. And I'm not opposed to them getting richer. I'm opposed to how they get rich. And I was interested in how this uh Dan portrayed this in here. So AOC, she goes to these big galas with these fancy dresses, and they're not dresses she got at Dillard's for $120 or even $200. Let me guarantee you, they're not that kind of dresses. And she didn't make them herself either. She earns $174,000 a year, by the way. So how can she have a net worth of zero? She says she has $50,000 in debt for a college, or 45000 so anyway, she comes up with a zero. But you know that's not true. Now, this isn't about AOC. But he goes on and he says, of course, it's not through the salaries that these people get richer. Stupidly high, though they are, talking about their salaries, that our congressmen become rich and ultimately wealthy. Anyone who has a share in controlling the largest budget on the planet has valuable influence. Let's think about the power they have once they become a senator or a representative. Big business spends billions of dollars every year lobbying because the results are worth trillions. The House Ethics Committee may claim they have stringent rules about accepting gifts, but look at the results. How often... Does a long-serving congressman leave office poorer than he or she was when they started? When was the last time you met a congressman who actually had to worry about the cost of groceries or power of gas or power or gasoline? Never. I'm going to add how many of them worry about where they're going to get their baby formula or the diapers? Or the feminine products that are missing on the shelves. But, you know what? That's not important. we got to keep renaming all these federal monuments, federal lands, so they're not racist and offensive. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back.
2: Hi, I'm Elmer Heinrich. My company sells a nutritional product called Immuno 150. If you haven't heard of it, you need to go to the website Immuno150.com or call our toll-free number. Now, we sell to thousands of consumers, and our reorder rate is above 94%. Now, many people ask us how we can sell a month's supply of immuno 150 for less than 50 dollars when most of our competition is 70 to 80 dollars a month it's simple we don't pay celebrities or testimonial people to say something good about the product immuno 150 stands on its own with 70 minerals and 80 other nutrients it doesn't need any help and it has more than color taste and smell i am 88 years old and my wife is 79 both with no dementia arthritis or allergies and no aches or pains of any kind nothing All because of Immuno 150. Now check the number of minerals in the product you take. Don't be surprised if you don't find more than 12. Order Immuno 150 to see what 70 minerals can do for you. Call our toll-free number, 888-316-2224.
3: Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering a BOGO extravaganza on multiple MyPillow products. Now's the time to join the millions of Americans who have changed the quality of their sleep with MyPillow. Right now, take advantage of Mike's buy one get one free pricing on My Pillows bed sheets, Zea Elegance My Pillows 6-piece towel set and Roll and Go Anywhere My Pillows and so much more. Just go to the radio listener specials page at mypillow.com and use promo code BETHAN or call 1-800-978 We have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I'm I'm sharing with you this article. And and it's called American Serfdom. And it's written, I got it off of American Greatness. I'm going to spell his last name because I'm not sure how he pronounces it. G E L E R N T E R. And the first name is Dan. And he actually published this yesterday. But he's talking about. Our Congress, the elected officials, and of course we could go down another, you know, path if we talked about the bureaucrats that are all appointed who never, never missed a paycheck during COVID, never miss a paycheck during a the shutdown. They may be late with their paycheck, but they never miss a paycheck. So he goes on here, you know, he's talking about when we left off, he was talking about how many of them worry about their groceries or their power or anything else, or gasoline. They never do. Never. He says, and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez may not be worth $29 million, like Facebook or whatever the social media was claiming. She may not even be worth a fraction of that. But no one doubts that she's never going to have to worry about money again for the rest of her life. And, you know, they've, they've got quite a retirement plan off of the backs of you and me. He said, the problem is not that the rich get richer and that the poor get poor, but the politicians get richer, period. If someone can come up with a cogent argument for why we pay congressmen more than the medium, I've thought this many times, more than the average U.S. income, he said, I'd be delighted to hear it. I think being in Congress should impose a debt that congressmen may pay off through physical labor. After every term served, they should have to work at a coal mine for a year. <laughs> I'm betting he's from coal mine country. What do you bet? What are we expected to think? When we watch Biden shipping billions of dollars overseas to the Ukraine, whose energy industry has employed so many congress kids, what are we expected to think when we see Biden selling our strategic gas reserve to China? We're expected to think nothing at all because Washington, D.C., considers it to be none of our business. Nothing to see here behind the curtain. You may work the whole year and after expenses and taxes end up with approximately zero dollars left over. Young Americans can't afford a house or a car, can't afford to get married or have kids, can't even afford to save for those things, you know, the average savings of American, he says, under 35 is $11,200, which means that in Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's age group, the average American has less in total savings than AOC earns every month. The money doesn't just disappear into thin air. It goes into the pockets of the people who preach to us about coming times of stringency and food shortages. Good system, right? He says. Now you stop and think about that. It's just like Daniel said earlier in the show. Nunes, Devin Nunes, is not Newsom, I'm sorry. Is it Nunes or Newsom? Devin Newsom. He's not doing without, and he never did do without. Pelosi never did without. They put their fancy little masks on when they're in front of you, but they had this big outdoor party back in 2021 or 2020, and the only ones wearing masks were the servants. Just the servants wore the masks as they served up a dollop of ice cream. If America is approaching a breaking point, it has nothing to do with culture wars, or at least not directly. It is simply a matter of theft. You got that, folks? It's a matter of theft. Our work and our lives are being stolen by politicians who make it clear through their actions and increasingly through their words. That they in no way consider themselves accountable to the voters. Now, I'm going to stop right there. He doesn't say Democrat. He says politicians. Dan knows as well as I know. They're all in this together. Now, there may be a few. And I want to trust a few. But be guarded. Be guarded. For they don't live the same lives as you and I. You know, sometimes I see Steve Scalise standing there, the one that almost got killed, shot. And I wonder, why isn't he more vocal? Why isn't he fighting tooth and toenail? They tried to kill him. Now, Beth, I wasn't the Democrat Party. No, it wasn't. They didn't have a whole lot to say against it. Some of them said, I hope he dies. Do you remember that? Politicians don't even bother making promises anymore. No kissing babies. (laughs) They simply tell us that our view of reality is wrong. You know, if you say Constitution, you're, you're radical. Well, how radical were our founding fathers against King George? I guess he's in the lineage of King Charles, right? Aren't they all in the lineage together somewhere? I don't know. I don't follow them. I believe in equality. They simply tell us that our views, our reality is wrong. There is no recession. Things are going great. Bad times are, in fact, good times. Hot is cold. Cold is hot. Our money is their money, and war is peace. A government, like any institution, can be said to be working for those whom they are most worried about pleasing. Does anyone think America's government is worried about pleasing Americans? You know, it was a long time ago it was uh, when I was still working for Derry Brownfield when I, I read a little meme that said they thought politicians, Congress, ought to have suits like uh, NASCAR and Sprint so we know who's really sponsoring them. When once a republic is corrupt well it's corrupt our constitutional republic is corrupt they'll use that word once in a while but most of the time they like to talk about their temple of democracy I was a mother of five still am they're not little anymore not tugging on my legs demanding I carry everything they wanted to take with them in my purse (laughs) there wasn't even a question about how hard we had to work to raise those kids. They weren't privileged children, that's for sure. They wore hand-me-downs and they did without a lot of times. But they always had love and they always had what they needed. And they had an honest mom and dad. We don't have an honest government. It's corrupt to the hilt. Both sides of the aisle. So, America, have you made your grievances? I ask you in the very first part of the show, write them down, not to make yourself angry, but to keep yourself vigilant, because we're going to stay vigilant in order to bring America home.
0: home.